Hello there, dear listeners. Welcome. How's everyone doing? Hope everyone's enjoying their holidays as, uh, yep, this episode is going to be releasing right on Christmas Eve here. So for those that celebrate Christmas, Merry Christmas. For everyone else, I hope you're just having a great time, enjoying some much-needed rest and relaxation after the year we've had. But I'm here once again to remind everyone that we are fast approaching the end of book two. So that means that our book two retrospective episode is also fast approaching. We have some stuff that we want to talk about, and I'm sure that you have stuff that you want us to talk about too. So you can go ahead and ask any questions you might have or topics for discussion or really anything. You can go ahead and either ask that to us on our Discord server. You can send us an email. You can tweet it at us. You can post it on our Facebook page. We'll get it. We'll add it to our itinerary, and we will talk about it. Now, just a quick mention as well. Since this is the the time of year where everyone considers giving, I'm going to go ahead and play the beggar for a bit and ask that, while you've while you're in this season of giving, consider throwing a little bit towards your uh, favorite Pathfinder podcast. That's us. And if not, hey, we're still going to keep bringing you the show no matter what. But we've got all sorts of fun perks for our patrons. So if you want to support the show in a more tangible way, that is always appreciated. If you want to support the show in a less tangible way, you could always give us a rating and review on whichever podcast app you choose to listen to us on. It goes a long way towards getting us out there, growing our popularity, sharing us with the world. Don't be greedy. We deserve love from everyone. But that's enough. Let's get right into it, shall we? This is episode number 49. Is that you? me is your pool dirty hire the inspiring competence podcast we promise not to make it dirtier how's everybody doing today i don't think i can uphold that promise (laughs) i will make it dirtier god damn it that's just because tom hasn't showered in three weeks (laughs) (laughs) other people's pool are my shower It's a real pig pen situation going on. If anyone thinks we rehearsed this, then they have not been listening to this before. (laughs) (laughs) So here we are in the Bastion of Light, a minor bombshell we dropped at the end of last week. Oh, yeah. Hmm. We've got Randolph, Uhtred, Rogyar, Vipira, Phantom Thalias, and Yando. Uh, you're you're all you're all exploring the upper floor of the Bastion of Light Temple. Open the most recent door, and you see Rogyar, Uhtred, Vipira, and Randolph, all zombified versions of yourselves, just sitting polite at this table. And uh, deeper into the room, you see a uh, pale-skinned, quite effeminate-looking man in very fancy-looking clothes. Uh, uh, sitting at his own desk. When you all enter, uh, everybody in the room stands up. They all look over at you, and the pale-skinned man says, Well, isn't this a turn? 
There's far too many of you to be a trick of those oversized house cats. Do come in, and perhaps we can solve the mystery of how you can be in two places at once, both alive and dead. And then there was a very funny slow clap uh, where your zombies, zombified versions all uh, partook in a group-wide slow clap at your entrance, uh, leaving the effeminate man quite perplexed. Um, But before we go any further, a couple things. Uh, First, Uhtred, in addition to all of this, you would immediately spot your scimitar, Valow, at the hip of your zombified version. He's been looking for that. Hmm. I suspect he's going to want it back. (laughs) Second, Tom, take a hero point, because you called it from, I think, farther back than anybody else, that you were going to find your zombified, or at least your, your corpses. I think, no, I think you called it farthest back that you guys were going to come across your undead versions at some point, and even, like, after fighting the zombies of Father Crow and Thalias, you were, like, on that shit. You were like, these are our undead bodies. These are the corpses that we left behind before episode one. Dude, Uh, yeah. So, yeah, take that hero point. So, um... Yeah, uh, what do you guys do? Was that you admitting they are our actual corpses? I mean... It's our zombified former selves, so, like, unless they're constructs somehow. Well, I'm just saying, there's there's a lot of hocus-pocus going around. Yeah, that's true. Maybe there's zombies that were, you know, magically modified to look like us. Fair enough. Uh, I'd say uh, I I don't have any problem being forthcoming with you. Uh, Uchu's probably going to ask, you seem confused as to how these zombies came about. Are you trying to imply you are not their creators? Oh, well, well, pardon me, uh, certainly I am. Uh, And he he gestures over to them and he holds out a a hand, almost like presenting them proudly. An improvement from what I'm seeing in front of me now, to be honest. I suspect they would say the same thing. And he, <laughs> he uh, turns to them and they all kind of in unison nod their heads, looking at you kind of with a sneer on their faces. You only think that because you've only known them in death. We are all vastly improved in our second life. Your second lives? He kind of t- takes a, like a, a, pa- a quill and he like jots down a note in a journal in front of him. He says, please, uh, do tell. Well, let's make a deal. I will tell you what we know, and you will tell us what you know. An exchange of information, if you will. He 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 holds his arms out like like welcoming, like you've just like made his day, and he says, I would love nothing more. I'm gonna move up to his desk. Sure. Um, as you're mo- as you're moving up, he continues speaking. He says my name is Falthazar Quietus, and I'm in charge of the little band of miscreants you must have already encountered. Yes, yes, but we're aware of who you are. More to the point, though, who might you be? Well, I'll, as I'm walking up, I will cheat my scimitar, mm-hmm. and I will reach out my hand, offering it to shake it, and I'll say, Interesting. I thought you would be very familiar with the Keeper of the Light, Uhtred Bebenbur. 
what is everybody else doing, just out of curiosity? So Rogier would definitely be like floating up by the ceiling and he'd be kind of hanging back from Uhtred a bit. Maybe even like sticking in the corner so he can keep an eye on the whole room. Okay. Vipira is right at Uhtred's back. Okay. Yendo has come in uh, with his bow drawn. He is just, he, he is not uh, playing the diplomacy game. He is ready for something to happen. He is making no, uh, no illusions that he is, uh, he is there to talk. Yeah, yeah Rogier I, definitely is as well. He's like he's floating up by the ceiling in that corner, like I, I think, like palms outstretched, like he's ready for some action. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to take some liberties here and say through Uhtred's past experience, um, being a military man, and like you know there was like the the orc tribe that would raid and stuff. I yeah. think he has an understanding that like there are points and times when you know fighting and battle is going to happen, but you kind of have this calm before the storm where like you know messengers will meet. So like this feels kind of normal to him. Like yeah, obviously we're about to battle, but like it's a climax. It's let's have a meeting first and then do mm. our fight. So yeah, totally. Just because so, yeah, we're about so, to try and kill each other doesn't mean we have to be savages about it. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, um, We're not orcs. <laughs> so I will say, uh, Vipira is testing to see if... Uh, she's invisible, right? Yes. So she's testing by like waving her hand out in front of her. It, she's, <laughs> she's making a funny face, like sticking her thumbs in her ears and her tongue out. Exactly. She's, she's seeing if... Valthazar. If Valthazar can actually uh, visualize her. Best you can tell, he has n- he's made no... Acknowledgement? Uh, yeah, he's made no acknowledgement that he knows that you're there. Uh, then in that case, I'm actually going to uh, start moving in a flank-like pattern. So you're going to work your way to, to kind of like be standing yeah, behind I, him while this conversation is happening? If the moment comes where I feel that he's spotting me, um, I'm absolutely going to uh, stop. Okay. It doesn't seem to be happening. So uh, going uh, unpausing real quick. Um, uh, real quick. I'm going to describe oh, yeah. Randolph. <laughs> Sorry. No problem. Go ahead. Yeah, so Randolph's got a pretty tenuous grasp on reality as it is, and he's in full-on <laughs> tweaker mode, seeing his alive self over there. I Look love at Elias. Or, I yes. love the fucking pictures, too. I feel like it's just Randolph looking yeah. at his zombie yeah. self going, oh, 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 just back and forth. With Elias standing next to him in ectoplasm form, like, looking at him, looking at himself, looking down at himself, looking over at Elias. I look at him. And he looks at me, and yeah. I look at him. Okay. <laughs> uh, so Uhtred says, I thought you would have heard of the Keeper of the Light. Uhtred Bevenberg. As I Bevenberg. extend my hand. So he like like daintily reaches a, a hand across the, the table and takes your hand. And as he's doing so, his, his, his brow furrows slightly, and he says... Keeper of the, pardon me, and he, he, uh, he releases your hand, and he goes into his journal, and he like flips through it really quick, goes to like almost the beginning of the journal. He says, "Yes, yes, I have heard that name before. 
You slew the the Red Reaver, did you not? I, I think that would actually kind of uh, figuratively knock Uchard on his heels a little bit. And he would maybe take like a pause or two longer to respond. In the in the in the pause he kind of raises an eyebrow and he says, Unless my information was incorrect. No, that is not accurate. But I have been the keeper of the light since that day. As you see, and I turn and point to the zombified Uhtred, and I point directly at the scimitar. From that day on, I have always kept the light. Hmm, well, at any rate, uh, and he he follows your gaze to the, the zombies, and he says, Now, we found these corpses in that quaint little town, and they spoke to me. Well, not literally, of course. Well, not until I had them reanimated anyway. <laughs> but who are they? And who are you? Are, are you several sets of identical twins? Perhaps you or they are simulacra given life of their own? Oh, this is quite vexing. Where, where did you come from? Well, isn't it obvious where it's the only place that a, a dead soul could come from? From the boneyard, through the dowd roads, and back to the material plane. He looks like you just slapped him. Yep. Put him back on his heels. That can't be right, can it? And he like he looks back at his notes and he's just like like flipping through them vigorously and he looks back up at you. Yet it would explain the peculiar emptiness of your corpses, if your spirits in the great beyond somehow acquired new bodies of flesh and blood, that would require some powerful and unusual magic, though. This definitely requires further study. And he's just kind of like reading through his notes again, like as if he as if he missed something. He almost he almost seems like pissed off, like he's been studying for this exam and suddenly this question came up that he never was told was right. going to come up. Well, Balthazar, Balthazar, I I think it's your turn for a little information. What are you doing here? Why Rostler's Coffer? Of all the little towns in Laswall. No, you're right. It is my turn. Uh, So I will come right out and say it. We are combing through the ruins of the nearby town looking for information for my superiors. And then without looking down, he flips his journal closed on his desk. And kind of, like, looks at you like, no peeking. And these superiors, who might they be? My peer is itching right now. I appreciate her curbing her, let's just do it. Well, the problem comes is that she only has so long in this invisibility, and she knows that, like, time is ticking downwards. (laughs) Well... Uh, you can you can reset the three minute timer as a standard action at any time, and it doesn't require you to like speak oh. or anything. Oh, okay. Well, then that's that's happening. Yep. Uh, he says my superiors are not here. Uh, forgive me. Uh, we are a secret society, but considering the openness with which we're working here, uh, yes. Well. The time may come when we will no longer need to remain hidden. We can advance our agendas more directly. My work here supports that. 
Yes, I mean, but you haven't really told me anything. I mean, obviously, you could make that case about any organization. Let us not be coy. We know that one of us is not leaving this room alive. I have been completely honest with you. Would you not return me the same favor? I'm a man of knowledge like you. Now, 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 don't get testy. The undead versions of you have much better manners. They also have no souls in them. As I said, an improvement. (laughs) I won't be coy with you. Is Tarbafan making plans? Your question matches mine. Alas, even highly regarded field agents, such as myself, are given information on only a need-to-know basis. But I'm no fool. I've realized the destruction of this insignificant community was merely a test, and likely a harbinger of greater things to come. And tell me, what of the gem in the center hallway protected by the ritual barrier? That, I admit, is my doing. You you created it. Uh, but of course, you think I'm a mere uh, a bookkeeper? No. It was a necessary precaution to prevent, well, anyone from interrupting our work. Uh, my apologies, I fear you misunderstood my question. I'm not concerned of your silly little ritual barrier. That's low-level stuff. It, I'm more con- interested with the gem itself. It's quite intense magic. Ah, yes, well, alas, not my work, after all. It was gifted to my cell and me uh, as a necessary precaution to uh, keep out curious travelers from interrupting our work. Uh, you no doubt saw the, uh, the, the yellow fog. Beautiful, isn't it? But you somehow made it through? Or have you been in town all along? I would have thought Chatar would have discovered you long before now. Uh, well, she did. I mean, why, why, how could she not? No, she's dead, isn't she? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you figure that out by me standing here. Oh, I can't say I'm upset to see her go. She was oh, not easy to work with. Well, I, I appreciate your forthcoming, and uh, you'll definitely want to get this for your notes. This is a doozy. And I'll kind of, like, pull like my cloak to kind of expose where my heart would be. I'm sure you can't sense it, but I promise you, there is some sort of magical oval around our hearts. And I've been through the dead roads. I've met great beings that have not the slightest clue what it is. His his eyes are gleaming at your chest. Like, like Abu in the Cave of Wonders. Right, right. <laughs> he, he, like, nods like greedily and he says yes 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 well excuse me and he kind of like shakes himself out of it may i propose we uh work with you to discover the true reason behind your duplicated physical bodies then unfortunately i think we both know deep down that's not even on the table i i i think i could work with you but we know our sides can't work together. They've never worked together. Well, to be honest, your compliance wasn't a factor. And he uh, snaps his fingers and everybody roll initiative. <laughs> as as we're rolling for initiative, uh, as, a, as a free action, Yando says, 
This motherfucker's no vampire. He's a dampire. Anybody with any ranks in Knowledge Local would uh, know that a dampire is uh, actually a, a living creature uh, born from the uh, vampiric lineage. Oh, so like everyone except sun. Rogyar immediately would have known that this guy was not an undead when we walked in the room because of our death watch eyes. Oh, shit. Yeah, I totally forgot you guys had those. Yes, I'm sorry. So yeah, you guys would have walked in and maybe not known that he was a vampire specifically, but you would have you would have immediately seen that he was a living creature. So the cultist that we interrogated just like knew he was like somehow related to vampires and just assumed, or he just cultivates this kind of rumor about himself or something. Something like that. Vipira. Nine. Rogyar. Twenty-two. Randolph. Uh, seven. And Uhtred. Twenty-eight. Okay. First up is Uhtred. I am going to cast Displacement on myself. Ooh. Nice. That's a good call. You going to do anything with your move action? I am. I'm going to take a five-foot step up to get in a flank position with Vipira and draw my scimitar. Alright, well, to be fair, I don't think you know where Vipira is, but that's fine. Uh, alright. Luckily, that's you're, the I mean, only five-foot step I can make to get in range. Sure. And I mean, yeah, you're you're stepping up to close in with him, so that's fine. Rogyar. Okay. Well, Rogyar is going to gather power to empower an air blast at Zombie Uhtred. Okay. A 24 will hit uh, Zombie Uhtred's flat-footed AC. Okay. And empowered, that is 31 damage. Very good. He's still up. Uh, And now it is Zombie Randolph's turn. Oh, be cool. (laughs) And uh, he doesn't take too kindly to his counterpart being alive, so he's going to draw a a longsword and... uh, Slash out at Randolph. A longsword? Yeah, remember when you used to use a longsword? Yeah, way back in the day. Like when you were alive? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, maybe that was it. That's a natural 20. <laughs> you're going to do have this again to him? <laughs> yeah. Or you're going to have me kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> that, is a fif- that is a 15 versus your flat-footed AC to confirm. Oh, my flat-footed 16. That's lucky. all right well that's 11 points of damage and he screams out have at you me (laughs) it is now zombie vipira's turn and she's going to five foot step up to utrid and lash out with two claws that's a 16 to hit that's a miss uh, how about a 16 to hit? Still a miss. She goes, Hold still, you bitch! <laughs> I have no intentions of doing that. <laughs> uh, it's now Yando's turn. He's going to spend a move action to share his favorite enemy bonus with everybody. Uh, unfortunately, that favorite enemy bonus does not extend to Valthazar because he is not a human. He is humanoid with the vampire uh, template. Or sub... sub type yeah uh he is then going to uh 
spend a standard action to vital strike on zombie Rogyar. And he goes, I'm really sorry about this, Rogyar. Don't be. That's not me. Okay, that's going to hit. Oh, and he's he's deadly aiming. He deals 20 damage to zombie Rogyar. And it's now Valthazar's turn. So Valthazar does a quick murmur under his breath. And then he, like, draws his thumb over his throat. And then, like, like almost like he's blowing a kiss to Uhtred. Uhtred, I need you to make a will save. Uh, I'm going to use a hero point and reroll that. <laughs> nope, it's staying at a 10. Wow. Wow. Well, Uhtred, you failed your save against Valthazar's Agony Hex. Uh, you are nauseated. Oh. Oh, wait, hold on. Uh, th- it was actually a fortitude save. Would that have increased yeah. your roll at all? It would have uh, It would have made it a 13. Okay. Yeah, unfortunately, that's still going to fail. So you can, fortunately, attempt a new save each round to end the effect. Okay. So uh, you said it was the nauseated effect? Yeah, so you are nauseated. That means on your turn, all you can do is take a move action. That's a good thing he got that displacement off before that. Yep. Up next is Zombie Rogyar, and he is going to five-foot step and take a swing at Phantom Thalias. Yeah, Phantom Thalias can take it. No problem. It's all right, Thalias. He doesn't know how to use that thing. <laughs> it's funny you say that because he, uh, Zombie Rogyar doesn't have a longsword. He, uh, he is wielding a, a spear. Oh, okay. But he knows how to use that. I mean, not really. <laughs> it's a simple weapon, so yeah, he does. Yeah. But I mean, like, anyone knows how to use it, but Rogar was not a weapon fighter. <laughs> and that'll be a 26 to hit. Maybe I lied. Mm, no, that hits. All right. 11 points of damage. <laughs> Rogar seems to have been uh, juicing a little bit since he turned undead. Yeah, totally juicing. <laughs> Vipira, it's your turn. Oh, fucking finally. <laughs> uh, Tom's just been holding his breath this entire combat. Like, don't God. fucking move, don't fucking move, don't you dare fucking move. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> finally snaps uh, like out of invisibility. I rolled a perception for Valthazar to see if he heard you sneaking around, but he didn't, so he had no reason to move. He fancied himself safe. (laughs) All right. Um, That is a 18 to hit. 18 will hit Valthazar's flat-footed minus two. Nice. I'm going to give him a uh, negative two um, AC. Okay. And I'm going to subtract one dex from him. Right, and how much damage, damage did you do? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, and 19 damage. <laughs> Tom gets so excited for the extra well, effects, I, he forgets about the, the, the main point of attacking. Way too excited. <laughs> oh, my God. And then second claw is going to be a 21. 21 will also hit his flat-footed AC. Uh, well, he's not. Well, flat he's not flat-footed, flat-footed anymore. But so. he also 20. gets a minus four to uh, against me. Twenty-one hits. Uh, for twenty damage. 
and take a minus one to dex. And that extends the AC penalty for a round. Yep. Okay, up next is Zombie Uhtred. Zombie Uhtred is going to move down to the southern end of the room, draw Valo, and uh, take a swing at Yando. Fortunately, Yando is able to, he just kind of like reaches up and he he like grabs Uhtred's wrist on the down swing and Uhtred pulls back and has to wind up for another attack on his next turn. Next up is Randolph. All right. So um, my focus is on enemy Randolph, and uh, I'll respond to him, and I'll say, Have it you, me? I'll have it me, you, and us, the Elias. We flank me, him, between us. (laughs) (laughs) Then he sort of cocks his head like, What the fuck did I just say? (laughs) But anyways, the Elias understands him and gets into a flanking position by moving behind him. And then Elias understands perfectly. Yeah, I'll full attack. The Elias will do a single slammeroni. Uh, so hold on a second. Because the Elias is going to take three attacks of opportunity for that. All right, so the Elias will think, you idiot, I can't get there. The flanking position without getting murdered. I'll but just take a five-foot acro- step. Couldn't he acrobatics? I don't trust him. Thelias wasn't very acrobatics and acrobatics in life. I don't think death yeah. helped the matter. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So, all all said and done, he'll just take a five foot step and he will full attack. All right. So we're gonna beat up uh, old man Randall. I'm going to power attack, and Thelias is just gonna regular uh, full slam. Uh, my attack was a twelve. Twelve is not gonna hit. Yeah, I thought you might say that. But the Elias had an 18. An 18 also misses. All right, well, he followed it up with a 32, so. Uh, well, a 32 definitely hits. 14 damage. Can always count on the Elias. Good roll. That brings us back to Uhtred, who can make a will save, or a fortitude save, that is. 25. Oh, with a 25, you snap out of it. Nice. Now, do I get... A full turn, since that was at the beginning of it. Like, I'm not nauseated. I haven't done anything, like, in terms of action economy, so... I think it would have been a new save on his turn. If the initial saving throw failed, the target can attempt a new save each round to end the effect. So, since... I think that means, like, like one round after each save, and you made your save on his turn. Okay. So I would only have a move action. You right. have a move action on your turn, and I'll, I'll let you keep that 25 when it when it oh, comes yeah. up, though. But Yeah, I'm not letting you take that back. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think I'll just uh, spend my turn mentally pushing my way through that nausea. Okay. Up next is Rogyar. Okay. Rogyar is going to gather power to empower a composite blizzard blast on zombie Uhtred. The name just gets more complicated and it just gets so much scarier. (laughs) He's like an anime character with special moves. (laughs) So this is actually going to cost me two burn to do. And yeah, I'm going to empower a blizzard blast with the pushing infusion on zombie Uhtred. Okay. That's a 29 to hit. Oh, 29 is going to hit. And uh, 
Oh, that was a really good fucking roll. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yup. Yup. <laughs> um, that's uh, eighty-seven damage. <laughs> My God. What? Take a fucking Manny point. <laughs> <laughs> that it's was a, a really good roll, though. Like, it's not a crit, Matt. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> it's a really good roll. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Zombie Uhtred is obliterated by that blizzard blast. Um, and I feel like I should state my logic. My logic with the pushing infusion was to shove him back Believe so that... Mando. Well towards Uhtred so that Uhtred could take his sword. Yeah, so oh, can okay. Uhtred make a reflex save to like snag it as it comes flying by with amongst the bits and pieces <laughs> of a zombified Uhtred? <laughs> Frozen chunks. <laughs> it's still attached Hi to his hand. Highs or lows? Highs, always, baby. Uh, with with a highs roll, uh, you will. I will give you a reflex save to reach up and catch Valo as it flies your way. And I got a 63. Nice. Yes. Oh, so give God. me a reflex save. This is it, boys. 20. <laughs> that sword is me. Take Valo and a hero point. Yes. Nice. nice. Like fucking Star Wars. Like this, the sword flies through the air. Like, like it just like emerges from the from like this the diamond dust cloud that is Rogyar's uh, winter blast and it flies through the air and Uchi just like boom catches that shit I uh, uh, shoot a grin over at Rogyar oh uh, just as intended take him down keeper can I uh can I take a free action to take the scimitar that's currently in my hand and like stab it point down into the ground yeah, totally. Okay, up next is Zombie Randolph. And Rand uh, Zombie Randolph says, You, me, him, us! <laughs> and he takes another swing at Randolph. And that's going to be a 20 to hit Randolph. 20 hits. It's another 9 points of damage. Dang. Up next is Zombie Vipera. And uh, she sneers, oh, Whatever. And she... Uh, is going to move over to Harry Living Vipera, but that's going to provoke an attack of opportunity from Uhtred. Um, hold on, let me check Actually, that. you're still nauseated. Nope. Oh, wait, because it wasn't his turn yet? Yeah. Okay. My bad. So, Vipera runs over to Living Vipera, and she's going to lash out with a claw. Uh, 17 is probably not going to do it. Nope. Okay, up next is Yando, and he's going to, uh, he's going to take a, I was going to say a five-foot step, but I think he's in a good spot. Uh, he just kind of looks behind him, he says, he says, thanks for looking out, Rogyar, and he's going to full attack on zombie Rogyar. Yeah, take me down. Okay, that's one hit. Ooh, and a natural one on the second attack. Uh-oh. Uh, it's going to confirm by one. Uh, so we got a ranged crit. Yep, but first he, he did hit once, so we're going to take care of that first. Oh, nice. Um, so that first hit actually was enough to finish off Zombie Rogiar. So his second attack would have gone to Zombie Randolph, uh, but that fumbles. All right. So 
this ranged crit is called broken. Uh, Yendo's uh, we weapon is destroyed. Reflex save negates. What? But magic weapons use their own save bonus. And it's going to be a reflex save equal to the AC he was trying to hit. So the caster level would be third for Yando's weapon because it's a plus one. Yep. And it says two plus half caster level. So I get a plus three bonus on this saving throw. Yikes. And it, the crit card specifically says that it has to be the weapon's It says save. magic weapons use their own save bonus. Oh, boy. Because Yando's is better. Yeah, Yand I imagine Yando's is a lot better. All right. That's a fail by two. Are you factoring in the plus two from being near uh, Thalias? Holy shit. No. Ha <laughs> ha. Dude, Thalias is the greatest. Savior of mankind. <laughs> being within 10 feet of Thalias gives all allies a plus two bonus on saving throws. Does Thalias consider Yando's longbow an ally? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's one of his best friends. <laughs> nice. Okay. <laughs> All right. So Yando's bow is not destroyed. Oh, oh my god, shit, that was a close one. <laughs> Up next is Valthazar, and he uh, he like stumbles forward after uh, getting sucker punched by Vipira, and he uh, he like turns around like teeth bared. He's just, and. Uh, like all com all composure gone, and he's going to defensively cast a spell. He successfully casts the spell, reaches out and touches Zombie Vipira, and the two of them disappear. Lovely. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, and um, at that same moment, uh, Uhtred's new fortitude save is going to go ahead and tick, and he is no longer nauseated. Up next is Zombie Rogyar, but he is dead, so... Again. Yes. So that means up next is Vipira. Vipira goes invisible. Okay. And she travels to the room right below L15. Okay. So Vipira travels south through, uh, through that door. Vipira, you enter the southern door of the room, and this wide room features a simple writing desk, a bed, a nightstand, and several attached wardrobes along the southern wall. The doors of the wardrobes hang open, and several articles of clothing have been pulled out and piled on the floor. Doors lead north, where you came from, and west. And that concludes your turn. Randolph. Well, there's absolute madness going on in this room, but Randolph's uh, focus is himself and Thalias, so I'm going to have Thalias take a five-foot stepperoo to get into that flank position. Nice. And then uh, I'm going to say, What happened to you, Randolph? I used to be a good man, and now you must die. I must die. We must kill me. And he attacks. <laughs> full attack, big power attack scythe, and full Thalias smashing. Oh no, these are low rolls. Uh, <laughs> Thirteen. For Randolph. Thir oh, plus your, out, plus your outflank. Oh, that's right. 17. Thanks, Matt. 17 will also miss. Okay, yeah, but wait. It's Elias' turn. 19. 19's gonna miss. Okay, okay. 35. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Overcompensate yeah, much? Yeah. 35 will hit. Okay, that's what I thought. 10 damage. 
Dude, one of these days I'm gonna like crit with all three. It's gonna be 250 right. damage. <laughs> all right, uh, Zombie Randolph is slowly taking damage, but he's still up. I'm an incredible foe, so that makes sense. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, up next is Uhtred, who is no longer nauseated. Just trying to figure out if I think they like teleported or if I think they cast like an invisibility spell. You can give me a spellcraft check. Oh, I would very much like to do that. 21. Yeah, yeah, you identify the spell Valthazar cast as Dimension Door. Uh, doesn't that have like a huge range on it? I mean, long it's pretty, range. It's, it's like a pretty long range. It's like 400 to 500 feet. So he's probably still within the bastion, huh? Perhaps. All right, well, I think I'm going to follow Vipira. We don't see anybody in here, right? That is correct. It looks like a bedroom. All right, then I am going to 2530. Okay, that door is closed. I'm going to open it. Okay, so use your final action. So you uh, kick that door open, and wooden cabinets line the southern wall of this room, and a vanity with a round mirror and a single chair stands against the northern wall. A fist-sized hole in the wall next to the mirror seems recent. A steel tub, rust beginning to form along its bottom, occupies the center of the room, holding a crumbling skeleton. It looks like a washroom of some sort. Up next is Rogyar. All right, well, Rogyar's thoroughly upset that Valthazar popped away like that. But I guess he's going to, uh, yeah, he'll just gather power to empower an air blast at uh, Zombie Randolph. Since he's the only one left. What are you trying to say, Matt? (laughs) The whole room's dead except for the guy I was fighting? Is that what you're trying to say? (laughs) No, I'm saying the other two bitches ran away. And that he's about to do your job for you. <laughs> yeah, that too. Uh, does a 24 hit? Yes, it does. Uh, so that's going to be 47 damage. 46 damage. Okay. 46 damage is enough to finish off Zombie Randolph. Regular Randolph looks over at you like, really? <laughs> <laughs> I was clearly engaged in some shit right there, but I nod approvingly, and uh, <laughs> you know I love you. I was like, Rogo's about to be like, get over it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it just floats away all. Ooh. So are we out of combat right now? Let's stay in combat for now. So Yando looks around wildly, uh, training his bow everywhere, going, where'd they go? Where'd they go? And he uh, he runs into the washroom, and he looks around, and he sees the crumbling skeleton. Oh, nasty. I don't see them in here. Where, where do you think they went? I know that spell he cast was Dimension Door, so... They're probably still in the bastion somewhere, but they could be any part of it. I guess start... There's only two levels to it, right? There's not like a third level? No, there's only two levels. And you said that the fist hole was like recent? Yes. Um, Vipira, it's your turn if you want to do anything. Vipira's annoyed. Everybody else got to face themselves, but I was busy dealing with the vampire. Hey, at least you got to make an attack, buddy. (laughs) That's true. You could have faced yourself, but yeah, like yourself came over to you and then disappeared. So I couldn't face against myself. To be fair, I didn't get to face myself either. Or Uh, I. Yeah, but you chose not to. Well, so did Tom. Seeing everybody's kind of 
milling around uh, down at the bottom there. No one's kind of shouting, oh, he's over here. Uh, Viper is going to run out uh, past L14 out into the hallway to see, to get over to the column there. All right. So Vipera exits out into the main hallway and you round the corner and immediately you see this, your zombie counterpart. <laughs> Vipera says, out in the hallway. Okay. Uh, Randolph, it's your turn. I guess there's nothing to do except uh, join the hunt for... I, I don't really know what's going on, so I'm just going to frantically run around, which is what I do best. Quick, Thoys! Let's go! Do I see what Vipera is talking about? Yeah. So that was my move action. I guess I'll move again to get up here. <laughs> that last and movement think... by Thalias would provoke. Oh. So we'll, we'll stand in front of bad Vipera and... I, I think you know what'll happen next time we get some action economy. <laughs> Indeed, I do. Yeah, Rogue Yard's just gonna blast her. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Tom. <laughs> Tom out here spitting truth. Oh, God. So, Vipera, Randolph, and Thalias would uh, suddenly be aware of a new person. Uh, rounding the corner, looks like a like a beautiful young woman with red hair in a very nice red cloak. She's moving as if in a hurry, and she gets to like the middle intersection where the glowing green gemstone is, and she looks to her right and she sees the three of you to the north, and she smiles. And she raises her hand, and a black ray of energy fires out of her hand at Randolph. Uh, okay. Black ray of energy. That that sounds bad. <laughs> that sounds really bad. I suppose Zombie Vipera is giving Randolph soft cover. So, uh, that's a 21 versus Randolph's touch AC plus 4. Ah, oh, that's not nice enough. Touch AC? Come on, touch AC. Touch AC. Yeah. Yeah, that's a hit with the scary black stuff. Okay. Uh, you're going to take one negative energy, negative level. I can't Yikes. believe that doesn't have a save associated with it. No save. Like, touch AC is so easy to beat. Yep. Seriously. Especially my touch AC. Elias <laughs> is the beefcake. After that, the three of you would be aware of a second person rounding the corner. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, my God. Another young, beautiful young woman who kind of looks identical to the first one. She's also rounding the corner seemingly in a hurry and she sees the three of you and she merely uh, takes cover behind the glowing green gemstone on the pedestal. Well, that was nice of her not to blast me with a black death ray. <laughs> and now it's Uhtred's turn. Uhtred's gonna take the maximum amount of move economy he can and uh, yeah, that would end my turn. Double move action. I'm booking it. All right. Rogyar. Rogyar is going to zoom on out into the hallway. So, yeah. So, he'll fly, yeah, 35 feet to be floating up, to wind up being above and behind uh, Randolph by a square. Oh, now she done goofed. (laughs) (laughs) And Rogyar is going to launch an air blast at the one that shot the ray at 
Randolph. Not empowered because I had to move and I don't want to take any more burn just yet. That that blizzard blast took a lot out of me. Uh, it's a 28 to hit. 28's going to hit. And that's 31 damage. All right. Zombie Vipera's turn. She's going to uh, lash out with a claw claw on Randolph. Why is everybody always picking on me? That's a 15 to hit. Ha! No. And then an 18 to hit. Ha! Uh, that matches, so it doesn't. So it does. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> we haven't had this fight in a while, I forgot. <laughs> That's going to be 11 damage that you take, Oh my Randolph. god. Perfect. Anything else? I think that's it. Okay. Well, if something else comes up, let me know. Yando's turn, and he's like, fuck! Everybody get back here! <laughs> he's gonna end his turn uh, just before Uhtred, after a double move. And uh, everybody with visibility into the hallway would finally see Valthazar appear. So he hurries around the corner, and he puts himself uh, like a little farther beyond the two women uh, that showed up just before him. And he turns back at you with a smirk. He says, hm, this will take the air out of your wings. And he's going to cast another spell, this time on Rogyar. Uh, but first, Valthazar needs to roll to overcome Rogyar's spell resistance versus this necromancy spell, and he does. Now Rogyar is going to need to give me a fortitude save. Alrighty then. How's a 21 sound? Oh, you just got it. Yes. Oh. Um... With a successful fortitude save, you are merely staggered for one round as Rogyar gasps for breath. Uh, all right, up next is Vipira. I was going to end up right over here. Okay. Um, but if I notice that the girl's eyes are following me, I'm probably going to be closer uh, back to where Vipira, uh, where zombie Vipira was. I think you need to make a perception check to see if they're eyeing you as you move. I will do that. This is one of those scenarios where I don't want to be like the only person over here and then just get absolutely clobbered. Natural 20 does a 31 tell me if their eyes are following me. They don't seem to be aware that you're approaching. However, you get to, like you're, you're coming around and you're like circling around the uh, the western, the 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 woman on the west. Yep. And like you're like entering the last five foot space, and you see her head whip back in surprise, like she heard you, and she like whirls around. She doesn't. She clearly doesn't see anything, but she seems to be aware that you have moved there. All right, that's fine. And that is going to be my uh, economy. All right. Up next is Randolph. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I love to fight to the death as much as anyone else. But uh, I'm going to take um, a five-foot step and then a couple more steps over here with my pal Yando. Okay. So, that, those are, that's not a five-foot step. That's <laughs> yeah. Good. 
Yeah. It's going to uh, provoke. Uh, <laughs> um, okay. New plan. Okay. Five foot step. Five foot step for Thalias. Put him in between me and this uh, vile beast. Okay. And I'm going to heal myself. Sure. Like, fumbling around in my pockets. Like, oh my God. Oh my God. Surely I've got a heal in here somewhere. Yes. Here it is. All right. This is a... Uh, this is serious stuff here. Oh, please. Oh, God, I suck. Uh, 14. Yikes. 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 Uh, is Thalias going to do anything besides five foot step? Yeah, I was thinking about calling him back to my brain, but he's a fighter, so he'll he'll actually get in between us and still be useful. Dedicated slam. Welcome to the jam. 31, baby. 31 hits. Eight. But wait, there's more. 21. 21 hits. Yes, 15. And uh, just so you know, in case any uh, more death blasts come at me, Thalias is totally going to take him. <laughs> you know, he's like a secret <laughs> service, you know? Just waiting for him to come, and then he's going to do like a sick dive move and save me. All right. So it is now the women's turn. The one woman come uh, takes a five-foot step from behind the pillar she's behind. And, uh, Viper, you would hear her quietly saying, There's someone invisible right behind us. Be careful. And she's going to defensively cast a spell. 23 spellcraft. Uh, you see her winding up for her, for a, a spell that, I don't, I don't think you saw the other one casting it, but Thalias would recognize it as the same spell that the first one cast. Uh, Uhtred, you recognize this as an enervation spell. It's a ranged touch attack. And uh, the target takes 1d4 negative levels upon a hit. Oh my god. Yeah, what level Holy is that spell? Holy shit. It's a pretty, it's a decently leveled spell. It's a fourth level spell. Alright, alright. I was going to say, anything under that, I would be like, no. <laughs> That's <laughs> not alright. So she, uh, she makes her concentration check, but just barely. So that's going to be an 18 versus Rogiar's touch AC. 18 does hit my touch AC. Rogiar, you take three <laughs> negative levels. Holy shit. Yeah, those are going to buff right out. She just uh, grins ear to ear, uh, seeing her handiwork. And the other woman is going to cast a spell. Uhtred, you can make a spellcraft check on that one. 31. You recognize the spell she's casting as Ray of Exhaustion. Oh, hold on a second. I got to roll Spellcraft versus Rogiar. Oh, oh, yeah. This is a huge roll. I got a natural three. So that enervation spell hits Rogiar, but instead of three negative levels, he feels a, a, a hot glowing sensation in his chest and oh. takes nothing. Wow. Oh, my man. <laughs> <laughs> like, one is bad, multiple is devastating. And right. he's still yep. cursed. So that's really like four negative levels. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, with that curse and that three negative levels, I was at like a minus seven to attack. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, the second one winds up for a ray of exhaustion, also targeting Rogyar. She got a 17 on her caster level check, which fails by one. Nice. Ooh. Ooh. Good job, everybody. Rogiar's just eating spells to the face like yeah. candy. <laughs> so, let me just for fun, I'm gonna make an attack roll to see if she would have even hit natural 17. So yeah, yeah, would have. Uh, 
So, yeah, both of them just pew, pew, and, like, both of these, like, sickening dark beams of energy collide with Rogyar, and with the, like, the second sequential hit in a row, you'd probably, anybody looking at him would probably see, like, this faint glow, like, radiating out from Rogyar as this thing's just tanking these necromancy spells, and you'd see the two, the two women looking at him, like, just utterly confused. He is the one. <laughs> He's learning. It is now Uhtred's turn. All right. Uhtred is going to cast a mirror images. Okay. So he has two mirrors plus two, four, four mirrors. All right. And then five, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. All right. Zombie Viper is going to get an attack of opportunity. Yep. It's a natural 18, so that's going to hit. Well, what is it? First, we do the mirrors. Hold on. What is, what is the actual na- natural 18 come out to? 29. It barely hit, so let's not be so assumptive. Oh. Well, <laughs> um, Okay, so now she has to do mirrors. Yep. So rolling a d4. No, d6. Ignoring the 6, and a 1 is Uhtred. That's a 2. So Vipira, Zombie Vipira takes out a mirror. Uhtred is able to finish his movement unharassed. Up next is Rogyar, who is staggered. So with even with that stagger, Rogyar is going to take a shot at take a shot at the uh, the blue one again. The same one same one I hit last time. Uh, just a regular air blast though. Oh, that's a natural twenty. Okay. But I don't think a fifteen is going to confirm. Unfortunately not. No. So that's only 28 damage. Oh, man. Then I'm going to need a fly check for hovering. Well, I'm not done yet. I'm actually going to, like, five-foot float over to the side just to kind of get out of line of sight from that one that I just hit. And then I'll give you the fly check to, you know, move less than half my movement. Okay. And a 24 is plenty. Yes, it is. All right, zombie Viperus turn. She smells blood in the water, so she's going to five-foot step and take a full attack on Staggered Rogyar. That's a 22 to hit. That hits. Okay, and a 29 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Take 11 damage from one claw and 10 damage from the other. Okay. Okay, uh, Deando's turn. He's going to five-foot step, so he's standing in the doorway uh, that leads to the hallway that everybody's now in. He's going to spend a move action to share his favorite enemy bonus with everybody. So that's a plus two on attack and damage rolls versus Zombie Vipera. And it's going to be a plus one on attack and damage rolls versus those two ladies down south. Uh, is then going to wind back and vital strike Zombie Vipera. And as he lets the arrow fly, he says, I'm sorry, Vipera. <laughs> no, he's not. He apologized to Rogyar. That'll hit with Vital Strike. Zombie Vipera takes a, a hearty, hearty arrow thunk. Valthazar is going to take a five-foot step to the east, and he's going to cast a spell saying, uh, You can't hide from me, young lady! And a bolt of lightning bursts from his fingertips and just straight west, which includes... Uh, the square that Vipira is occupying. Vipira, I need a reflex save. Reflex. Gonna be 24. 
24 is going to pass, and I believe Vipera's got evasion. That she does. Which means Vipera takes no damage from that lightning bolt. Nice. You were fine the whole time. Can unclench those butt cheeks. All right. Um, Vipera, it's your turn. All right. Vipera takes a uh, five-foot step in closer to him, and she's going to claw, claw. Okay. Does a... 17 hit. 17 will hit his flat-footed AC minus 2. Got it. That is 24 damage. And then that's also going to be a minus uh, a minus 2 is attack and a minus 1 to dex. So right now he has a total negative 3 unless if uh, he did something off to the side. Unless he did uh, something off to the side. All right. Second claw. Second claw is going to be a 21 to hit. 21 hits. And that's going to be seven damage. And that's going to be the end of my turn. All right. He looks pretty upset. Randolph. Oh, boy. I'm going to do what I do best and scurry away over here to heal Rogyar. All right. Even though, uh, I mean, I could really use the heals, but I know a winning horse when I see one. (laughs) (laughs) And it's uh, bead time. Big bead roll, here it comes. Fucking goddammit. Wow. There's no way I could re-roll that, right? With all my luck? With all my luck? Sorry, no. That's, I mean, it's not pretty good, but it was like... I was only missing I know, twenty just, health, so like nice. that was that was still a good <laughs> chunk of what I was missing. Yeah, it's a it's a heal for ten. Sorry about your luck, Matt. <laughs> All right, uh, how about Thelias? Jeez, Thelias, I don't really want to send him in there. I think I'm just gonna have him hold his action, and if anyone comes, he'll. Uh... Well, zombie actually... Vipera is still right there. Oh, that zombie Vipera? Jesus. The one with the X through it? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> he just thought no, that was future attack. Vipira. <laughs> he'll, he'll full attack. Uh, that one. All right. With his slams. Mr. Fister, let's go. 25. 25 hits. 13 damage. But wait, there's more. 32. 16 damage. Zombie Vipira is destroyed by yes. Thelias. Thelias, you're the best. Yeah, he's been trucking. Well, well, we've all been doing our thing. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Speaking of pulling teams, uh, it's now Rogiar's turn. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Rogiar will take a nice five-foot floater over to float above Thelias. All right. And he is the going... The power square right there. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to gather power to empower an air blast on the that that same one that he's been shooting at. Okay. The lady won't go down. And yeah. Gather power, empowered, air blast. 17 to hit. 17 hits. Oh yes! shit. Wow. So yeah, she takes 30 more bludgeoning damage from the blast. Alright, and that is enough to finish off one of those two beautiful young ladies. Her double looks over at her uh, lifeless body, and she looks back at Rogyar with 
hatred in her eyes. How could you? You monster! You think you'd be happy? I'm the monster? Look in the mirror, lady. You killed my sister! I hate you! Nah, it's Yando's turn. He's gonna step out of uh, of the hallway and he says, put a sock in it, bitch. And he's gonna <laughs> vital yeah, strike. This, he's gonna vital strike, square. deadly aim. That, well, that bitch. It's a natural three with favorite enemies gonna hit. Goddamn Yendo. He's Yendo. <laughs> okay. Um, it's now Valthazar's turn. And he's going to... Uh, He's going to clap his clasp his arms together, so each hand is like gripping the forearm of the opposite arm, and then he kind of like slides his hands apart, and then he like as if he's got like a handful of dust or something. He kind of like like wafts it at Vipira. Vipira, I'm gonna a will save. Pocket a sand will attack. Save. Do you believe it? Actually, you know what? I'm gonna use a hero point here. All right, so 26. 26 will pass. And uh, he's then going to he's then going to retreat. Well, unfortunately, uh, <laughs> he's not going to be able to uh, move diagonally away from Vipera because of the way he's uh, pushed into this corner. So even if he makes a full withdraw, that's still going to provoke. So uh, I guess he's going to try to acrobatics. But I don't think he's gonna. No. So that's gonna provoke an attack of opportunity from Vipira. She goes, Where the fuck do you think you're going? We started this together, we're gonna end it together. 14. 14 is not gonna hit. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say maybe. Uh, and so he, like, he stumbles. He stumbles away from Vipira, just barely avoiding her claws, and he just. He looks like aggravated like his hair is all messed up just all composure gone and it's Vipira's turn oh Vipira hunts him down doesn't care about the attack of opportunity if there is one from her yeah I feel like I got skipped here it's Vipira's turn yeah Uhtred's supposed to go like before me I I've I had like gotten up a couple of times so I wasn't sure if I missed him like delaying his initiative or something I definitely didn't delay my initiative because um, Viperia definitely, like, when I moved an end in this square, he hadn't, I think he had just shot the lightning bolt, and then she five-foot stepped up. No, Rogyar went, he killed the red-headed girl, she, and her sister was freaking out. Yando came out and said, shut up, bitch, and he took a shot. Right, but that's what I'm saying. Uhtred was supposed to go before Rogyar, like, before I killed the that blue-headed girl and he, or the and he didn't okay yeah i'm sorry uh so yeah before vipira goes let's uh let's do utrid my bad all right yeah all right i want to cast a spell and then can i cast a spell and charge in the same turn no all right then i'm just going to cast a chill touch and move five ten so i'm gonna provoke either way and i'm gonna move this square, and I'm gonna take a swing at him with my scimitar. Yeah, uh, the you, the woman that you move past uh, has no weapons, so you don't provoke. Nice. That's a 16 to hit. 16 does not hit. Minus two to AC. 
From what? From Tom. From my original claws. You did minus two to attack the last time you hit him. Oh, right. Yes, you did. Okay, uh, so that'll bring us back to Vipira. Uh, Vipira hunts him down and is going to claw uh, 21 to hit. 21 hits. Or nine damage. Okay. This dude can't be looking good unless if... Well, he, he is not. <laughs> yeah, what do our Randolph. goggles tell us? Uh, he has more than three hit points. Okay. Randolph. So, hmm. I'm going to heal myself and uh, send Thalias in to do my dirty work. All right. So he will take a 30. One, two, three, You can charge. Four. Oh, yeah, he can charge. Look at that. He'll charge right in there. All right. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to heal myself first with a... Wow. This is this is a, a forgettable episode of my healing. Seven healing. <laughs> and Delias will charge and slam. That negative level is really fucking with you. Oh, dude, let's get absolutely natural. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, shit. Natural 20 with a crit confirm 31. That's going to confirm. Yes. Uh, so you have cracked her rib. Uh, so normal damage, so non-crit damage. But you also Stop. deal 1d3 con damage, and the target is fatigued. No save. Um, all right. I'll take it. All right. You want to roll that d3? Yeah, I do. The fictitious d3. It wasn't a strong healing episode for you, but the damage. Ah. Yeah. Until I roll that one. Guy's never pleased. God. <laughs> all right. So one con damage, but she's also fatigued. That's good. I like that. And he did 15 bludgeoning damage. Yeah. Okay, so it is now her turn, and she doubles over, gripping her side. Ugh, you! Mm. Let's see what else has she got. All right, she is going to take a five-foot step southwest out of Thalias' reach and also behind the glowing green gemstone. And she's going to turn to Uhtred, who's got a bunch of lovely uh, buffs on himself, and she's going to try to dispel magic. So the DC is um, 11 plus Uhtred's caster level, which I think is an 18. Um, And she needs to make a caster level check, and if she's successful, uh, she dispels the highest level uh, spell affecting Uhtred. Um, and I got a a lot higher than a 18. Uh, so what does Uhtred have right now? Mirror image and displacement? Yep. Displacement would be the higher of the two. Well, it's the highest caster level, not the highest spell level. So both are at the same caster level. Uh, so I'm going to just roll a d20. 1 through 10 is mirror image. 11 through 20 is displacement. That is a 6. So Uhtred's mirror image is vanish that's the one i would prefer to vanish <laughs> all right so she like she staggers back she's <sighs> seems to be panicking a little bit and it is now utrid's turn again all right i'm going to i'm going to risk it for the biscuit and take a move action to end in a flanking position blocking this guy like i'm going to go around him yeah Valthazar has no weapons on him. That sucks for him. And let's go ahead and try that scimitar again. All right. 
It would be nice at the big battle of the end of book two, I at least hit one thing. <laughs> nope. Oh, God. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Finally uh, got your scimitar yep, back, yep. trying to get to use it again, and nope. <laughs> so that's a natural one. So go ahead and roll to confirm. 25. Okay, that doesn't confirm. Yep. That's my turn. Okay, now it's Rogiar's turn. Well, Rogiar is... Yeah, he, he's he's done with these half-elf ladies. Because he, he saw... <laughs> he saw Valthazar, like, stumble off down that hallway, but then he saw Uhtred and Vipira chasing after him. So, just judging by his condition, like, Rogiar's going to assume they're handling it. So he's just going to gather power to... Uh, to take a shot at this lady. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to give her uh, partial cover, even though you're five feet up because she's behind uh, like the gemstone, which has this like invisible force field on it that's uh, standing on a pedestal. All right. In that case, I'm uh, going to gather power to empower a cold blast. All right. So, just so I can hit her touch AC. Sure. That's a 26 against her touch AC. That'll hit with cover. And that is 43 cold damage. Wow. Well, she wasn't separated from her sister too long. <laughs> yeah. Uh, with that, she uh, she falls back dead. Yeah, go join your sister in the boneyard, bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yando's turn. <laughs> no! No! <laughs> Don't. No, yeah, no, don't. Yeah, no, gonna kill Steel. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I've been working on this all night. Come on, he's man. I the, didn't even get to kill got, myself. He's got the fan club for a reason, Tom. You're gonna have to no. be quicker than that. <laughs> you bastard. Do it. Vital strike. Deadly aim. Natural 20. Uh, natural 8, but that's still gonna hit. For 14 damage. He's still up. He's still up. And he puts the arrow between Valthazar's eyes. You bastard, Yando, no. (laughs) You took the one thing away. Oh, my God. And we'll see you next week. Oh, get wrecked, Tom. (laughs) On the Inspired Incompetence Podcast. No, Yando, you bastard. No longer in your fan club. Oh, that's harsh. See you. See you.